This is the Book of Mormon for you. A daily dose of scripture thoughts by us kids to help us develop a love for the Book of Mormon to last a lifetime. Hey, 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 hey! Hey everyone, it's Shelb, and I got a review this past week from Ash Pulley. Thank you, thank you, thank you for leaving a review. It really means so much to me, and if you don't know how to do it, when you're on the podcast page, you just scroll down with the episode you're at and it'll say, leave a rating or rate and review or I don't know what it says, but just do it. Gosh. Anyway, she said that she would like the podcast to line up with Come Follow Me. And unfortunately, I never know what kids are going to talk to me about. So I can't put the stories together. But I thought maybe if something strikes me in Come Follow Me with a lesson that I'd like to teach the kids, then maybe every once in a while I will put a Come Follow Me lesson in here. And so this week in Mormon chapter 2, it talks about how the people that were so wicked, that used to be righteous... They were sorrowing and sad, but it wasn't unto repentance. And it just means that they were sad because their lives weren't going good, but they weren't sad because they had done something wrong or that they were being wicked. And so I found a little story that talks a little bit about godly sorrow versus worldly sorrow. And so it's a book called Eric Says Sorry, and it's by Di Hanky. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I think he's from Wales, but it's available on Amazon and it's a cute story. It's got cute pictures and I think it does a good job of kind of explaining the different kind of sorries and also grace. You know, grace isn't really a word we use with kids a lot, but it should be because it's the most amazing part of everything. So back to what we were talking about, saying sorry I think there are lots of words that are hard to say, like arachnodactyly, which means long spider fingers. But sorry is even harder. I think there's so many times where we just, we don't want to be wrong and we don't want to say sorry and we don't want to admit that we made a mistake. And it's so silly because sorry fixes so much, especially when it's sincere and when we come from a place of actually feeling sorry and wanting to fix it and wanting to repent. And so I'm gonna read this story. And because I haven't embarrassed myself enough lately, I've decided to uh, throw a little accent in there. And um, because my son was laughing when I was doing that and because the book has lots of words in it that we don't typically use in America and it was making me laugh. So it's really bad. And I know it's really bad. So you don't have to tell me it's really bad because I already know. And I'm sitting in my storage room with a red face. So whatever. Enjoy the story and I'll talk to you after. The sun shone bright on a hot summer's day as Eric went out in the garden to play. He placed the bowl on the penalty spot and whack! He unleashed a mighty shot. Up, 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 sailed the ball above the bar. High in the sky over Percy Price's yard. Thumpity thump, Eric's heart beat fast. Down came the ball with a thunderous crash. Oh my days, Eric cried in distress as he peeked through the hedge to assess the mess. Seen a destruction greeted his eyes. Percy's pansies are pulverized. Filled with dread, Eric fled to the shed. Scanning the shelves, he scratched his head. Aha, he exclaimed, I know what to do. He soon returned with a tube of glue. He crawled through a hole that he found in the hedge, rolled up his sleeves, and took a deep breath. 
Then soil to pot and petals to stem. He put the pansies together again. Buzzer, said Eric, feeling quite clever. That was until a turn in the weather. A gust of wind toppled the pot, which shattered again, and Eric's jaw dropped. Suddenly, a small face snooped through the hedge. It was Eric's little sister who didn't look impressed. Oi, Eric, what did you do? And why are you smothered in petals and glue? I didn't do anything, Eric replied. Little sis knew that her big bro had lied. Eric was guilty, and boy did he know it. But if he was sorry, his face didn't show it. I'm telling mum, she threatened her brother. Tell me what, came the voice of their mother. And there from the hall, mum loomed into view. Oh no, groaned Eric. Now what do I do? It was Lily, cried Eric, shifting the blame. His cheeky cheeks now, blushing with shame. I'm sure she's sorry, no harm done. But Eric could see that he didn't fool mum. Eric was busted, and boy did he know it. But if he was sorry, he still didn't show it. Don't tell dad, Eric cried in despair. Don't tell me what, said the voice in the air. And there through the hedge, a third face peered. And with it, all hope of escape disappeared. Dad, Eric stuttered. What a surprise! But the panic in his eyes could not be disguised. Hey, Eric, called dad. What's occurring? <laughs> Eric's a vandal, called Lily, stirring. Well, it could have been worse, Eric insisted. I didn't smash a window like Lily once did. Eric was squirming and twisting and turning, but his distraction tactic was crashing and burning. Eric was guilty, and boy did he know it. But now he was sorry, and his sad eyes showed it. Eric, my boy, we can fix this mess. But is there something you need to confess? Yes, blurted Eric. It's all my fault. I unleashed a shot like a thunderbolt. I've clearly got super soccer powers because the ball flew for miles and wrecked these flowers. So I ran to the shed and I raided the shelf and nicked the glue to fix it myself. Lily came over so I told her a lie, but then I blamed her when Mum swung by. And now you're here and I feel so bad. I'm really, really sorry, Dad. His father smiled and reached out his hand. You're forgiven. Now hurry, because Dad's got a plan. Quick as a flash, Eric dashed back through and was met with hugs despite all the glue. They cleaned him up and then popped to the shop to purchase a pot for Percy's plot. Eric held up a coin. It's all I've got. Don't worry, said Dad. I've paid for the lot. Thanks, said Eric. But I don't deserve it. You're right, said Dad. But no one's perfect. Learn this lesson and never forget it. This is called grace, and grace is epic. What's grace? asked Eric. Well, said his dad, it's undeserved kindness when we've been bad. We all mess up, but God loves us still. Grace puts things right and pays the bill. Amazing, said Eric. But how does he pay? Son, whispered dad, there is only one way. Jesus paid for our sins with his blood on the cross. Wow, exclaimed Eric. Grace costs a lot. Dad, declared Eric, grace is cool. I just hope that Percy thinks so too. Eric trudged up the path to Percy's door. He knocked, then waited, then knocked once more. The door creaked open, and there was Percy. Eric held up the pot and pleaded for mercy. I smashed your pot and destroyed your pansies. I'm so sorry, Percy. Please forgive me. 
Percy gently took the pot. Thank you, Eric. This means a lot. You've learned your lesson, I can tell. All is forgiven. I wish you well. The grateful lad walked home with his dad, amazed that Grace had made him unsad. Eric was loved, and boy did he know it. His sorry was gone, and his big smile showed it. The end. Ding! Okay, so I'm back with my normal voice. Yay! I promise I will never do that again, especially because it was so long. But I want to talk about in the story how Eric tried to blame other people and he tried to hide what he did and he tried to get away with it. And it made me think that so many times we are sorry for something because we got caught and not because we feel bad for what we did. And I think that is the difference between worldly sorrow and godly sorrow. And worldly sorrow is like shame and embarrassment and things like that. Godly sorrow, none of that stuff matters because you're only sorry that you offended God and that you did something that you knew wasn't right. And so maybe some questions to ask yourself when you're in a situation where you probably need to say sorry is, would I do it again if nobody would find out? Will I do it again? Do I want to do it again? Remember the people back in Mosiah, they had no more disposition to do evil. And so when you're truly sorry, you wish with all your might that you hadn't done it in the first place and that you will never do it again, no matter if people know about it or not. And so if you're not there yet, then you need to pray to Heavenly Father and ask him to help you get there. Because sometimes you don't fully feel that godly sorrow. And you need to say, you know what? I need to feel sorry for the right reasons and I need to repent for this. So please help me. And then once you repent, get over it. Be done. The Lord does not want us to boo-hoo be sad all the time. He has given us this grace that we talked about so that we can repent and we can feel better. If you keep being sad about it after you repent, well, then the devil wins and he laughs and we don't want that. We need to just be grateful like Eric was to his dad and just say, thanks, wow, awesome, and go on our way with smiley face and our face will show it or whatever is said. So anyway, that's all. Have a great week. Talk to you later. First and second books of Nephi, Jacob, Venus, Jeremiah, my words of Mormon, and Mosiah. Singing, this is so fun. Alma, Helam, and third, fourth Nephi, Mormon, Ether, and Moroni. Learn the teachings of the prophets in the Book of Mormon. Hey, 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 hey!